Okay, so welcome to the Nihots podcast. Uh, we're starting there with the sounds of a band from Dortmund called Mother Bear. Now, Pete, this is a brand new um, track for me, like brand new, brand new band for me. Um, really kind of impressed with this. I gather they um, might have been a, a duo um, originally, and they've, they've grown to a three-piece in 2020. So this just sounds massive, doesn't it? It's like really sort of, I, I don't want to call it stoner rock because it, it's kind of better than that suggests, but it's just warm sounding, isn't it? And, and very sort of um, elegant in a way. Mm. Well, yeah, warm is definitely right. You know, it's just got that nice hazy feel to it, which kind of tells you in friendly territories, you know, like knowing you were with friends who just by the, like the doom glaze over their eyes, I guess. Um, it's the first I've heard of them as well, but you know, you've kind of felt like an instant kinship with them. It's a bit like a heavier dead meadow. I thought at points, mm-hmm. um, the rest i don't know if you've heard the whole album but other points it like decomposes into this like stick use of psychedelic doom like just does away with song structures as they melt away i think there's you know you can compare to ufamamot as well i guess it's just that kind of warm lysergic glow and it's just completely like infectious that's what i'd say that's a really good description i think and yeah i mean i think the the sort of six songs here just drifted by really. And I kind of, yeah, yeah. Drifted along with it really. I think that's the best way to put it. And I think it's got that, like, like is a very good um, sort of um, comparison, I think, because it, it's got that kind of psychedelic thing without being, you know, pretentious or uh, um, kind of, I don't know, just uh, a bit too sort of uh, up its own ass. So, yeah, I, I love it. Um, so uh, that was the opening track of it called Smeek, and um, the album's called Zemonian Occultism. Uh, you can get this at motherbeardoom.bandcamp.com. Absolutely brilliant. So, uh, as ever, it's the Nine Hertz podcast. It's nine amazing tracks that we've found through submissions or uh, just sort of digging around the underground as we do. Um, this came up um, as, as a sort of new release from Fuzz Club Records um, the other day, and um, I thought this was fantastic. A band called Pretty Lightning, uh, and it's uh, it's an instrumental album. I haven't actually listened to much instrumental stuff for a while now. Um, I think I might have overdone it in the last few years, and um, this really kind of picked me up. It was kind of... Um, it sounds like you're kind of being taken on a journey into the desert with like, I don't know, like a brightly coloured caravan or something. It's, it's very sort of mystical sounding. Um, and incredibly, um, I don't know, 60s or 70s sound as well to it. What did you make of this one? Because I, I really, really enjoyed this. Yeah, I did too. I, I like your description. It. It's, it feels, I haven't heard music like this for a long time, really, in that, it's obviously kind of psychedelic, but but in a way driven almost by like synthesizer style sounds, and, and it kind of lulled me into this near, you know, like go, go into like a comatose state in a good way. Um, at first, I was thinking, well, you know, like when's it going to get going? But before I'd even realised that I'd like fallen under its spell, I was completely bewitched by it, and it, it kind of just locks into a groove. And then you gravitate in with it. it I think it'd just be a, a brilliant album to just zone out to, you know. And that's that's a massive, in a, in a massive complimentary way. It's just a, you know, the perfect kind of, as you say, like it's it's not stoner rock, obviously, but it's just psych that does what it should do. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, they said it's the first. Um kind of instrumental album as well they've been going for ages i think this is their fifth album um but this is the first fully instrumental one so um don't quite know uh kind of what decisions have been made sort of there but um they talk about having like library music and experimental synth music kind of um influencing this and i think you can hear that it's got kind of it, it sounds a bit filmic or you know sound soundtrack to a documentary sort of sound to it as well so yeah, just that thought it was really interesting. So the uh, album's called Dust Moves, and it's by a band called Pretty Lightning. Uh, you can get the digital album uh, via fuzzclub.bandcamp.com. We're going to play the song The Slow Grinder.
So moving on from the band Pretty Lightning straight into something completely unpleasant. Um, Chat Pile have been going for a while now, and I think um, people have been sort of talking about their uh, kind of earlier um, sort of releases. I know uh, Chris from my band is, is very much into that. Remove Your Skin, Please, from 2019. Um, but they've come out with a brand new record called God's Country, um, out now, I think. And um, yeah, this is, I don't know, they've, they've, it, to me it's culmination of everything they've done so far. And they've kind of taken off in a big way. Um, to describe their sound, I mean, it's, it's hard to kind of pin down, isn't it, Pete? But I, I think there's like an industrial heart at, at, at the sort of like centre of this. The drums are recorded in such a way that it sounds like, um, I don't know, like, I mean, chat pile is, is like a, I don't know, like the American word for like a slag heap, I guess. So it's, it's kind of like it comes from that industrial kind of bleakness. And the lyrics this time are, are even more, um, I don't know, they sound incredibly personal, but they also sound like they're empathising deeply with, um, you know, I, I don't know, people without homes, people without jobs, just like a reflection of the times maybe. Um, yeah. It kind of reminds me in spirit of that Ash and Spy record we talked about last week. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, I was, I was looking at the, reading the lyrics and reading about the album and thematically and lyrically, it's, they say it's like an angry ode to the demise of Earth through climate change and capitalism. Yeah. And then this song, you know, it's called Slaughterhouse. And the lyrics talking about the sad eyes and the screaming. You know, it's a very visceral image. And it speaks to our hearts as, you know, like a 50% vegan, 50% vegetarian podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and whether that's allegory or literal, I, I, you know, it doesn't matter. It, it's, you know, you, you feel it through the music. It's, you know, of all the releases this week, um, I saw, you know, whether we picked it or not, this is the one that's got the most attention. I've seen it pop up on emails, on on websites, yeah. uh, and more personally, friends, you know, social medias, uh, you know, like raving about it. And you can see why, you know, like I, I'm not really aware of this band before, but instantly this is the opening track and it just blows your head off. You know, that, that, that I, think, I think primarily it's noise rock. It, it kind of, but it's how I like noise rock when it's when it's got heaviness and weight to it. It kind of stirred old memories of of unsane, of of like even seeing like Rollins Band on MTV in a weird way. And I suppose also more modern references like say Kowloon Wall City, you know. And then add in all that, you know, that anger and the annoyance and the frustration from the from the kind of the, the lyrics, and it seems to elevate it into something special. And, you know, it completely deserves all the hype it's getting and may receive from here because it, it's really, it is special. Absolutely. I mean, I'm seeing um, sort of comparisons to the likes of Godflesh, Carnate, Oxbow. I think it's kind of like that combination of, of like, I don't know, context and the lyrics and the, the production. It's just so well pulled off um i'm just so impressed really um so yeah like the song slaughterhouse it's, it's just like what an opener um you can't you can't mm. really kind of argue with that as a as a sort of um statement of intent really um so yeah the album's called god's country and i think people should just go and ch- check it out really um you can uh sort of find this via chatpile.bandcamp.com or you can find it on a label called the flenser at uh, theflenser.bandcamp.com
so that was the new record from chat pile absolutely brilliant stuff there uh, next up um something from metal postcard records who um put out a complete variety of music they they seem to sort of um pick the esoteric from all over the world to sort of like showcase and this is no different uh, a band called salem trials have put out a few records recently um on on this label um this kind of caught my attention because it's just like a quick uh like I don't know. It, it seems like a seven inch. Like this, this seems like two songs that, that sort of belong on a seven inch. Um, the song on the A side is called "Are We the Baddies," which is uh, a brilliant title. I think it kind of reminds me of Mitchell and Webb uh, comedy sketches. Um, but yeah, I thought the B side to this uh, "Cast Out Kids" was fantastic. Um, it appeals to the fall fan in me, um, but it also appeals to like the garage rock. Uh, fan in me. I don't know what you made of this one, Pete, but I just thought it was a, a fun piece of, uh, you know, two minutes of, of fun, really. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure about this at all, or, or even how to describe it. Um, yeah. It's got some of that kind of, remind me of like, like the UK scene in terms of, and I, I know, I, well, I don't think they're from there, it reminds, you know, like the alt indie noise rock, post hardcore, uh, raw power festival, you know, big lad, bad men, all that, those types of yeah. things. I, I, I really, I, I think with the title as well, like you say, I thought it was a Mitch and Webb thing. Um, I, I thought they were going to be from the UK, but I don't think so. It's it's a bit sloppy. It's a bit sprightly. It's got a bit of danceability provided by like the electro rhythms in it. Like I said, just I, I, I struggled to quantify it. I actually felt like it should annoy me while I was listening to it, but. <laughs> <laughs> but also realizing it, I, my head was bobbing along in a very yeah. kind of pleasing manner, which felt kind of wrong. But I, you know, I had to admit to myself I've been won over, and I, you know, and I played it again. So there you go. Yeah, I think that's how I felt. I mean, I, I listened to um, a few of their re- releases, but this one's got kind of like the energy that I, I kind of appreciated. So yeah, just a fun little record. Um, just sort of showcase that and metal postcard put out some really interesting stuff so uh, if you want to check this out you can go to metalpostcard.bandcamp.com and uh, yeah the band Salem Trials and the song is Cast Out Kids So that was Salem Trials. Uh, we're going to go straight into something uh, absolutely ridiculous, and I don't think uh, I don't think the people we know that are concerned will mind us saying that. Um, so, a band called Tickle Your Fancy, which is uh, so British, it's unbelievable. Um, but we know these guys, don't we, from years ago, um, Pete? Like uh, these are sort of old Nine Hertz Forum regulars, uh, Maz in particular. Um, and apparently, this is um, the band Peace, but like uh, reformed and, and rejigged, and um, 
yeah, Hard Rock Lifestyle is the album title, and that's exactly uh, what's what's on the tin, basically. Um, love this. It's daft. It's fun. It's it's yeah. It's actually really good, and I, I can't kind of put my finger on why I like it so much. Mm. It's undeniable. You know, this isn't. I think we've always said this about typically about Maz's bands is that sometimes you think it's a bit tongue in cheek, but then you realise it's really good as well. Uh, without fail, I think. You know, yeah. he's been in Grown and Battle Witch and well, a million other bands who seemingly form on a Friday, drunken night, and by the Monday they've got some up on Bandcamp. Um, but like you say, this is this is a I think a reincarnation of peace, um, which really takes us back to the mid-noughties, I guess. Um, yeah. And as well as Maz, there's uh, the drummer's Kevin, who uh, ran the label Glippley Records, who, ah, yes. you know, back then they kind of put, they, they gave exposure to loads of fledgling UK stoner bands. They had this great kind of compilation CD, which was like a, a, a brilliant resource to, you know, to pick up on, on new, new bands. Um, so, you know, now they've returned, they've changed the name. If you knew them back then, you're in for a treat because it's everything and more of the, you know, the pure fun of peace. If you're new, just delve in, whether it's for the, like, you know, the brilliant artwork, the tongue-in-cheek titles, the carry-on movie naughtiness in the lyrics. It's all there. <laughs> but most of all, you know, you've got to bring it back to it. It's just top-shelf rock and roll and to be enjoyed by all. Yeah, I, I love the made-up quotes on their band camp as well. <laughs> yeah. My favourite is, uh, if you've seen a better band than this, then you are a liar to yourself and everyone else. <laughs> amazing um but yeah i mean the whole thing's ridiculous like and and i have i had to say like i um i was giggling all the way through it but the last song pull down your pants just yeah <laughs> it's like an acdc record like gone haywire uh, i think that's the best way i can put it really um yeah but it's got that kind of but again it's it's immensely listenable and actually really good along with the humor it's yeah Mm. it just works so we're going to play the song tickle your fancy by tickle your fancy and you can find this via tickleyourfancy.vancamp.com
So that was Tickle Your Fancy, absolutely brilliant stuff there. Next up, uh, Trepanation Recordings are putting out, uh, I don't know if this is a debut album uh, from Everest Queen, but um, this is a name that I've heard like um, across, uh, like I don't know, like the local scene. Like I know they've played in Sheffield quite a lot. Um, and I've just heard this name kind of, kind of going round and uh, like the kind of bands they're playing with and everything. Um, never actually taken the time to, you know, listen. So um, it's amazing they've kind of like been brought to my attention in this way. The album is called Murmurations, and um, I think they're perfectly home here on the uh, Entrepreneur. It's it's progressive, it's it's doomy, it's sludgy, it's just really interesting. And um, yeah, I, I didn't know what I'd make of this at all. And um, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. Um, we've just been sent the album, so I'm going to listen to the whole thing. Uh, but the the opening track here, uh, Sunken Thorn, um, definitely caught my attention. It's got kind of um, like a, maybe like an early to mid 2000s like post metal sound uh, going on so um, i'm thinking of bands like um rosetta and and kind of like the almost like the second or third wave of, of post metal um, bands that sort of came out around that time that were doing really interesting things but maybe didn't get the uh, attention they deserved I, I i just really enjoyed this um what did you make of this pete i, I know you've probably heard the name as well but it's not yeah. something i've um, come across yet yeah, the same. And I, you know, know the name. Haven't heard them, and somehow have never seen them. I think, despite playing several times, so it's good to finally get around to it. You know, we can correct that error. I like. I think on the Bandcamp or in the press blurb, it says it used the term post sludge, which I, I liked. It. You know, when I'd heard it, it, kind of it made sense. It gave it. You know, there is a distinction from the relative. Uh, mainstream of post metal as it were you can see it in its in the in its bulk you know it's like a heavier 100 year old man um the, i also noticed it says like for fans of section it kind of you know there's the likely candidates of cult of luna and bosk but also there's like elephant tree in there and, and most tellingly sleep you know it's it's mm. got something of that you know gargantuan doom rolling riff about it and i and also i heard strains of yob at various points in this track. Yes. Yeah, so it's definitely. not just, it isn't just your typical, you know, neurosis, ISIS hallmarks that you find in, you know, a lot of post-metal. And through that, you know, and through, you know, through the variance in all those different comparisons and and the variety of them, Everest Queens seem to have forged their own path and they sound all the better for it, I think. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just look in here. They they seem to have been going since about 2016. So God knows how they've been going six years without us kind of having a look. But um, yeah, um, all all, uh, all sort of power to done for uh, signing to Trepanation. I think that's a perfect kind of home for them in, in terms of the style and and uh, yeah, the the kind of um, people they're sharing the the label with. Um, so yeah, really, really enjoyed this. Um, they're from Stevenage as well. Um, not not a town that I'm uh, kind of massively familiar with, or, or I don't know if there's any other bands from that sort of area. But I noticed they might have recorded this in Hitchin, which is um, I think where um, I can't say, it, but I can't pronounce it. But Falon Far that we've uh, sort of met a few times and uh, played before. Uh, they're from that sort of region, so maybe there's something in the air around there not sure um but yeah if you want to hear this um, you can head to everestqueen.bandcamp.com uh, we're going to play the song uh, that opens murmurations this is sunken thorn
Okay, so that was Everest Queen there on Trepanation Recordings. Um, next up is the return of Nasoni Records. Like we've played this uh, label a lot, and they've got kind of an amazing ear for really um, sort of psychedelic, but um, kind of very clever and and kind of I don't know, like quite varied catalogue. I think they've got and uh, this mm-hmm. uh, band are no different. So Pete, you've picked a band called Ghost of Jupiter. Um, this is fantastic. Um, I, I kind of gave a quick listen to this and I didn't know quite what to make of it, but um, having you pick it has like really opened my eyes to it. And I think th- there's a lot more going on than I, I might have kind of got on a first listen. And I think this yeah. is absolutely great. Yeah, and that was exactly my experience with it. You know, I, I, I you know, same as you, I only came across it because it's on the Sony and, and they've proved themselves to be reliable label for us. You know, we played bands like Lamping and Rivercult. And you kind of therefore list to everything they put out. And on the first listen, I thought, you know, a, that was a nice listen. And I don't mean that in a backhanded way, which I suppose it could be on a metal podcast like this. But but I actually thought maybe it was a bit too light for this podcast. And then and then I found myself, I, I returned to it. I went back and list, and, and listed this song in particular again. And then I went back a third time, you know, a couple of days later. And I thought, right, actually, this is telling me something. And I shouldn't be daft setting my own limits on, on what I choose for this podcast, especially when, you know, it's still within the psych realm. And I guess a lot of our listeners will will enjoy this. So, you know, it's it's psych indie. It's it's psych folk. It's it's of the trees and of the meadows, multi-instrumental. It's got flute and mellotron, you know, evident right throughout. You know, I might need to kind of reground myself with some like ugly death metal after listening, you know, within an hour of listening. But for the time I'm in it, it's just a completely refreshing experience. Yeah. And I think it's been recorded in quite an interesting way. So the drummer um, has kind of supplied some basic tracks um, at the studio that they share in um, sort of a place called Alston. And then the other bits were kind of compiled remotely. So that's quite interesting. Um, You know, it's been like pieced together and it's got like kind of it's got kind of like this worldly um sound as a result yeah there's talk of like medieval folk sounds in there like baroque and all sorts going on so yeah i can absolutely hear that and um yeah i'm glad i kind of gave this a second listen and, and sort of like delved into it a bit more because it's um it's certainly not one you can kind of digest like immediately it's um it sort of grows and uh it sort of like reveals itself to you so absolutely brilliant so the record's called keepers of the newborn green and we're going to be playing the song Villains. Uh, you can get this at nasoni-records.bandcamp.com. <laughs>
So that was Ghosts of Jupiter uh, out now on the Sony Records. Uh, next up, we've got something altogether more heavy, and I don't think there's been um, anything particularly um, sort of spiky apart from uh, maybe uh, chat pile this week. Uh, but this kind of like brings the uh, sort of heaviness quota back up again. Um, the the uh, a band called Vanda uh, from Sweden, and um, they've definitely got this kind of black and thrash uh, sort of death metal sound. Um, to me, it honestly sounds like um, At The Gates or um, Thomas Lindbergh's like, uh, side project, um, vocally anyway, um, The Great Deceiver. And um, yeah, I just thought this was fantastic. It also reminds me of a band called Sabranka from uh, Turkey that we've played a few times as well. Um, just immensely um, well-produced and like evil-sounding, um, very satisfying kind of sound to it. Um, don't know what we made of this one, Pete, because it's, um, it kind of came out of nowhere for me, this Mm. Yeah, it's, it's satisfying is a good word for it. I think you know, like you alluded to, we, we needed something like this on the, on this week's podcast because yeah, refreshing to up out to yeah, and to up our uh, metal quota. But and then this probably covers a base for four or five bands with I think. Um, yeah, you know, it's on Majestic Mountain Records, which is a bit of a surprise. You know, normally associated there with Stoner and Doom. We played yeah. the likes of Domcraft and Sleep Moscow on here before. Um, and I get the at the gates reference. Now you said it. Um, I was thinking like a thrashier entombed, which I suppose yes. is, is a similar thing. Yeah. And, and as soon as I thought that, I, I, I didn't know where they were from. I went and checked, and yep, they're from Sweden. It's got that of kind of telltale <laughs> native sound, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I put this on after listening to Pretty Lightning and Ghost of Jupiter when I was, you know, getting ready for the podcast, and it 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 woke me up. Yeah, I totally get that. Like it's. Um... Yeah, it's kind of like a dose of heaviness that you sometimes just need to sort of uh, put on something that kind of blasts your ears, and I think this is perfect for that. Um, the album uh, is, is in the same kind of vein. Um, absolutely love it. Um, so, yeah, you can get this uh, via Majestic Mountain Records. Uh, they've released it on vinyl, uh, which looks amazing as well. Uh, really stunning artwork for this as well. Um, but if you want to hear it, you can head to vandersweden.bankout.com. Uh, we're going to play the song World Reborn, and this is off an album called Covenant of Death.
So that was Vanda. And to end this podcast, um, we're going to play uh, a band called Praetorian. Um, absolutely stunning stuff from uh, North Herefordshire of all places. Um, they've kind of listed so many different um, kind of genres here. So like blackened sludge, death metal, sludge core, sludge metal, whatever. Um, to me, this sounds like, um, I don't know, Iron Monkey being um, slowly pan fried or something. It's, it's absolutely brilliant. It, like the production's horrible. The vocals are disgusting. There's feedback everywhere. Just loved it. And I think I was going to pick this one if you didn't, Pete. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can see, you know, I think I knew that as well. Once once yeah. I'd heard it, I knew this would be on here from one way or the other. Yeah. Um, and the fact that, you know, they're a, they're a new UK, well, I think they're new, but they're new to us, new UK band. Uh, it just makes it more exciting because it's evidence of a scene that's continuing to grow, which is great news for us, you know. So there's you know it's that mixture of grindcore and sludge it's um i think you know you just feel we're going to hear so much more about this band if, you know if this is the opening shot um i think the mixture of the sounds you know the grind and the sludge means it's not just say head down iron monkey aping common denominator sludge yeah. or you know or just grind it's you know it's a slow build up on this song switches to grand call later it's you know i suppose you know there's precedent for it in, in likes of mistress or tides of sulfur um and then there's this there's a bit in it which just felt like you know it had the pace of grind but with thick i ate god guitars beneath it which is really satisfying you know the net result is this unholy mess which is altogether aggressive but it's got a sense of individuality about it as well i think it marks them out as ones to watch yeah definitely um although i've just realized that formed in 2015 so they've been going a while yeah. we've just completely not come across them so that's two bands that we've completely shameful, uh, shameful. yeah it is absolutely uh we're clearly <laughs> losing our, our streak of um being the ones to unearth these bands um that they're sort of cutting their own uh, furrows it's fine um so yeah really really love this uh the um record's called a deluge of bad faith uh, we're going to play the song Self-Denied Fear, but I think, um, yeah, it's worth listening to the whole thing. Uh, you can get this via praetorianuk.bandcamp.com. We'll see you next week.
Shit, 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 shit,